Hello, welcome to Talking Fit. I'm Paul Rose. I'm joined as ever by Luke Morgan. And today we are with Hannah Camden. Hannah, welcome to the show. Hello. Tell us about yourself and what you do. Well, I am Hannah and I run a company. I've been in the fitness industry for about, this number keeps getting bigger and bigger. It freaks me out every time I say it. I'm pretty sure it's probably about 18 years now going from working in gyms, teaching classes, personal training, uh, with a few breaks to have some babies in between. I ran a business all the way through from having my own studio to having a franchise to owning a gym and then completely changing what I thought was going to be my whole life settled in having a gym, completely made the decision to leave a, uh, the business I was in to completely start again uh, for happiness, basically. So I'm still in fitness and now I am building, well, I've built up a, um, a new business called Fitworks Training and it's gone back to our roots, basically, teaching um, members taking members through um, all different of hit style classes, cardio uh, uh, strength classes, uh, flow classes, um, basically training people who just want to who either hate training and want to get into training or who just want to have fun with their training and get strong basically. So that is what we're running. So um, you mentioned flow classes. Flow. Flow is quite a, a new is a, kind of word at the moment. It's it is up indeed. all over the place. Why don't you just tell us in your own words what flow is or what it is to you? Because I know uh, it, um, it will vary depending on who you ask this question to. Yeah, so I like that. So flow is probably one of my favourite. And like you said, it is, it's massive. So it's all about movement, mobility, flexibility, which I think is is ridiculously important for everyone and um i think there's still a lot of people a lot of people now are getting into it more but i think everybody no matter what sports they play if they don't play any sport if they don't do anything it's so important important to stay mobile um there's loads of different ways uh you can flow and the, the, the class flow can be anything. So I have flow classes, which are just body weight flow. So a bit like, um, you know, the animal flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see a lot of that at the moment. So it's just basically moving your body in uh, lots of different directions. Um, and then I, I base the classes around um, kind of either more flexibility style or more mobility style or more strength even. Um, but what I am absolutely very passionate about myself is um, flow with the mace. So I don't know whether you guys have ever used maces before, but yeah, so uh, these are either mace or clubs um, I enjoy using. And these are just nice fluid movements that you can do. Also with the flow classes, you can make them quite uh, meditative as well. So meditation with movement. So rather than just being sat still, once you've learned how to um, move with the mace or the clubs or kind of created a body weight flow, you can really focus on your breath work at the same time. And it's a real kind of good way to just bring your kind of stress levels down, but get your body moving and working at the same time too. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of putting it because you get at one end of the spectrum, you've got like yoga flow, 
would be yeah. very much like a more meditative um, approach to it. Yeah. And then you've got kind of, the, you mentioned the mace, when you're moving the mace around or the clubs around, you've got that kind of lightweight there. Well, you can go heavyweight, but generally with flow with anything, you'll go a bit lighter. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of incorporating a little bit more strength into the movement as well. And then towards the other end of the spectrum, like I'll do quite a lot of like kettlebell flow. So yeah. we'll go heavy with that as if you were doing like a big clean and jerk session, but you're, you're getting a bit more focus on the strength and it's kind of yeah. incorporating movement into strength rather than at the other end is perhaps strength into yeah it's, it's wicked i use um because i've got a whole range of different weights of i love the kettlebells my, my favorite kind of training is um movement-based training and like you said you can do it with lighter weights and make your movements a little bit more kind of um you know explosive and you can move way more or you've got your heavier ones um like if you've got a heavy hammer or something like that and you can do your more strength-based work so they are they're wicked and and you can have endless sorry my dog's walking around and around you probably hear his paws you there there is literally just endless programming that you can do with all of these swing loaded bits of kits so things like the bulgarian bags the sandbags the the kettlebells the mace they all come from like the, the similar kind of family the way you're doing like the the um the swings and the 360s but because the weight is all in different areas it challenges your body in different ways so yeah and and, and i believe i can get anyone doing it as well so i've worked in a um a school um with kids with special needs and it was one of the most amazing days that I will never ever forget so I used to go in every Friday and teach these kids and uh, they they range from you know um, all different uh, levels to how severe their, their needs were and um, there was this one little girl and she just she couldn't focus at all and all the different bits of kit I brought in like the teachers would look at me like I was mad like I was bringing weapons into the school and I'm like no no trust me trust me it will be fine and um anyway these they they all responded totally different and uh the day I took the palavandals I don't know whether you guys have seen the palavandals so they're like uh basically a handle that you screw into a bottle yes. of water to make it into like an Indian club absolute genius when I saw these guys I'll tell you about them afterwards but um yeah they they are just a, an, an extended handle that you can put on the top of like a, a coke bottle and you can change the weight obviously with like putting sand in it water in it half fill it up or whatever I've also taken those into schools and they've become part of a science lesson and a maths lesson as well as a PE lesson um but um I took it in and there was this what young girl who she just couldn't focus and I gave her these clubs the palavandals and because they're plastic they're safe ads no one's going to be knocking any out out with them and um and she's they just looked at her and she was beaming and smiling like she's never smiled like before and she could just move with them and it was amazing and it was just really special and like I said I've taken these clubs these palavandals into schools before and I've taken them um I've taken them to do classes with the elderly you know and people who are in wheelchairs and all sorts of they're just amazing like anyone could train with them but then also if you're like a um if you train 
if you're a sportsman and if you've got any issues through your shoulders you know like for your like kind of mobility through your shoulders just lightweight work to go alongside the the heavy stuff they are absolutely perfect they're really really good that's kind of a bit about you and your kind of big passion one thing we wanted to spend a bit of time talking about today was strength training lifting weight training whatever you want to call it but specifically from a kind of female training perspective um, because things are changing but they're changing slowly and there's still it's still almost a taboo subject in um, kind of ladies lifting weight there's a lot of well I can't do it because I'll get bulky (laughs) yeah you still I think I think that will forever uh, come out of people's mouths I think even though we know like I think that will forever come out of people's mouths because I think when you've got a pump on after a session like you generally Mm. feel like yeah look at this and even a client of mine (laughs) said it to me the other day like she's 18 and she was like Hannah she was like, I don't want to get massive. And I was like, oh, you know what? Like, you would be incredible if you could just get massive like that. Every single guy would be like, how the hell have you done that? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, guys spend their whole time going, oh, my God, why can't I get bigger? Yeah. But women think that... They're, they're just going to get massive after one session. Overnight. I think it's because it's the feeling, you know, once you've done uh, a really good session, you're feeling pumped, that feeling of feeling pumped just sometimes if you don't understand kind of the, the background of it and how hard it is to, you know, actually how much you have to fatigue yourself (laughs) for yourself to grow. Um, But yeah, it's brilliant. You'll always have that. Um, Strength training. I suppose myself, I've, I, I, again, I've worked so forever with uh, the kettlebells. So I love doing the functional strength side of things, um, basically. And that's, um, and my passion is that if anyone comes to me who wants to do like uh, any lifting sessions, I've got other coaches around me who I know it's their passion um, and I will send them over to them, but, uh, for, for strength. And I think like you were, um, for link strength and for generally feeling strong, uh, my favorite bit of kit is, is the kettlebells. Yeah. Same with me. Um, I think it's, yeah, linked strength is a really good way of putting it because it's the same kind of strength you would build if you were doing like Olympic lifting with a barbell, for example, but it's so much easier to learn. Like if you're trying to learn to clean and jerk or to snatch with a barbell to do it well, will take you years. Like Mm. nobody does it quickly Mm. with a kettlebell. You can do it far, far more quickly. Like just Mm. the way the kettlebell moves and flows around your body yeah just makes it so much easier to do to do yeah. that and yeah we use the kettlebells a lot in classes as well and um i was just writing out my new uh kettlebell uh, programming this morning actually and i'm going to be putting a video together of um the six different videos of just basically from the basic from beginners uh with the kettlebells the mace and the clubs the basic moves 
for about it'll be about six sessions worth so then ideally once you've done those videos you're then going to be able to create your own flows and go in whatever direction you enjoy because I mean to bring training into your lifestyle you've got to enjoy it so I know if someone I mean I know you love running (laughs) but if someone said to me Hannah you're going to go into running. I would just be like, oh. <laughs> so Pippa, my business partner, she is like a gazelle. Like she's so good at running. She's like, she'll float next to me while I'm like dying. But then, you know, her weaknesses is the strength. So we always say how she's always like, oh my God, you're so much stronger than me. But then I'll be like, well, we'll go on a run and you'll just float next to me and be like, this is easy. So, Yeah. So kind of, why don't we break it down and kind of say, starting off, why should women strength train? Why should women strength train? I think that we hear a lot of, of, well, I shouldn't do that because I'll get big. And we know that's nonsense. But what are the reasons that they should do it? If we're looking at everyday women I mean it's different isn't it so if you've got someone who wants to enter competitions then you're going to have to be you're going to have to be like you'll have a food plan you'll have you know the times you're training you've got to be dead on strict with it but I think every single person should have some form of of strength in in their workout because one mentally it leaves you feeling strong. You are, you are over time while you're doing it. Say if you're a beginner throughout, throughout time, you're um, going to start feeling your body, your body shape will change. So say if you've done nothing and uh, you're thinking, Oh gosh, I don't want to get big, anything like that. You're not going to get big. You're going to see your body shape change. Um, Especially if you do the um, kind of functional movements, Um, you know using the Bulgarian bags the kettlebells the clubs the mace those kind of things it's just because it's working the smaller muscles as well it's gonna it's gonna be pulling everything inside so your body's gonna be changing so if you have a really good food plan or you know or your 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 nutrition's pretty good you know and you start bringing in this strength style like training you're going to see a huge difference in your body which is then going to make you feel mentally stronger as well because um you're doing it for you you know i think if you're doing anything for you because you want to do it as long as you're not doing it because for someone else you know you're going to see some real good uh, mental benefits as well as physical benefits you're less likely to get injured and when you have to run for that bus or you know run after your child and scoop them up then you're not going to hurt yourself and if we rewind a little bit if somebody comes along to you having never done any sport or any exercise what were the first steps you'd take to start their fitness journey um so with me they are the they are the i love speaking to people who have not done anything before 
because they'll probably be quite nervous. And the best thing about it is this should be a really exciting part of, of their life. So that sets me off to be really excited. And then they kind of vibe off that and see how excited I get <laughs> and kind of either think I'm really weird or want to uh, join in and, and do something about it. But yeah, generally I would invite them down. But first of all, it's, it's not freaking them out. You know, it, with our classes that we teach um, at FitWorks, anyone and everyone can do it. So it's it's making sure they're going to feel as confident about it. And it might be someone also who has trained before, but um, it's been such a long time because maybe they've had a couple of babies and it's been like seven years before they've done anything and getting back into it's quite daunting so the most important thing is just making them feel comfortable and saying look even if you just show up do your best and then it's just living in the moment you know um just start by coming to one class or and having one pt session see what you think about it and then just building activities like everyone's different so it's quite hard to kind of kind of uh, say what ex exactly how they do it because someone might have an injury and they might be nervous about it that way but if just generally they're getting back into it and they or, or they've never done it just I always believe we surround ourselves with like-minded people you know if someone who wanted to come and do like go on stage and do like kind of um those physique competitions that they'll probably enjoy our training but it will be alongside another uh, lot of training they do uh, ours won't be the solely thing ours is very much enjoy have fun while you're training and it's absolutely not scary and then you'll see your body get stronger because at the end of the day if you are moving in a certain way say if you're doing a press-up and you've never done a press-up before if someone's like do it on your toes do it now like you know oh my god you're a failure you can't do it on your toes what it's like um it's just about all about you know having the right coach around you to make you feel confident and then step by step your your body will get stronger and stronger yeah i will always encourage people because obviously in personal training and fitness a big thing people will come to you for is i want to lose some weight i you know it's, it's aesthetic things like that and i will always encourage them to try and see that almost as a positive side effect and to focus on something else like being able to do a press up being able to do a pull up or whatever it may be because you see so much more continuous progress in strength um, and those kinds of physical performance related goals than what you will in weight loss mm. and it's always a positive change like you don't yeah. go and look at a scale and go oh my god i haven't lost as much as i wanted this week. yeah you go yeah oh look i've got better at this you're always getting better there's you don't have that 100 percent yeah yeah i try not to again everyone's different some people do need to lose a lot of weight and if they need to lose a lot of weight then yes you have to go on the scales but we tend to always go on on photos 
take those pre, you know, at the beginning, just even if you don't want to see it, right? Just take a little screenshot of you standing there, turning around and send it over our way because then guaranteed if you, you know, you do make these, because it comes down to um, lifestyle changes, changing your habits, doing something different. If you don't change your habits, then you're not going to see a difference. So yeah, we tend to do measurements because for someone who doesn't really lose to lose weight and they just want to work on strength training, you're probably going to see your scales go up rather than go down. And that could break someone, you know, if, if you look at that and, and just to go, you know, you don't need to look at the scales. Um, if you're going to be getting stronger, your scales probably might go up. Um, and it will just destroy them if they, 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 if they're looking for their scales to go down, but they're doing strength work and lifting heavier weights and stuff and getting better and better and stronger and stronger. And then they look at their weight and go, Oh, but I wanted to lose this weight. <laughs> You're like, Oh, okay. Well, all it is, is just re-educating them. When I, um, I started thinking about kind of a slogan after I lost, uh, left my last kind of business and I love, and it's always sticked with me, is, um, is the word life, lifestyle, inspire, fitness, educate. And, you know, you are the lifestyle you live. You know, if you're sat at a desk and don't do anything but watch telly when you get home and you don't hardly do any steps, you're going to probably, you know, have a slightly poor posture and you know if your food plan and your diet isn't matching it whereas if you've got an even if you are kind of at a desk job but you get up and you actively get up and go around you train you stay active out of work hours as well and you eat well you're going to be again your lifestyle is going to match that you're going to have more energy inspire oh god it's like um it's not just the influencers and the trainers inspiring people. Every single client of mine inspires. They all inspire each other. Even this morning, right? When um, I was teaching a class at 6.15 this morning and it was absolutely hooting it down with rain. And there they were, like all the girl, girl tribe this morning. Sorry, guys. It were, all the girls came out and made it out and they were just like, they smashed an absolute brilliant session. So they all inspired each other to kind of come out there. Uh, fitness because our fitness is pretty much all about fitness and then educate is is you are we're constantly we want to educate people in exactly this like you know if you strength train you're not gonna bulk out <laughs> and if you you know you're not gonna see the scales dramatically drop if you're gonna be lifting heavier weights um so it is just educating people the people that come to us and go oh, I, um, I want to start training. It is, it's about taking them on a journey that they can, you know, match their lifestyle with and change. Like I do, I love things like stand-up paddle boarding, skating, uh, going to the rock climbing center. I like doing, everyone always says, Hannah, you're too busy. You're so busy. And I think that's just me, you know? I, I like being busy um, and I'll take everyone along with me. So if they go, oh my God, I can't go on a paddleboard, I'd fall straight off. And it's just being like, just give it a go, you know? And then skating, people go, oh my God, I haven't skated since I was about 11. And I'm like, right, I've got some spare skates. Come on, you're coming with me. And then, and then, they, then I see people bringing it into their lifestyle and just going down off their own back. And, and it's so, so lovely to see wicked 
think two things you've both mentioned are focusing on the positives and the habits. And I don't know the exact quote what I've seen in the past, but essentially it only takes a couple of seconds to create a bad habit, doesn't it? Anyone can create bad habits and they're not, they're not productive at all. Whereas sometimes well, a good habits are always harder to make, but they will take weeks, they'll take months to create. And I think if you can start with that first session, then bleed into your second session, it, as long as you stick with that process for a few weeks, months, whatever it is, I think that's when the results start to come. Yeah. Those, when, you, when you see the results, they definitely help you with motivation to keep going. Um, and, and, you know, and then if you don't see the results that you want, that's when you seek for more advice and, and you know, like, and it's, it's it, we're constantly learning, aren't we? Like, I love, I love training with other trainers because I love learning from them. Like when I was a, a, I, I am a personal trainer, but when I was just had Hannah Camden PT before I had children and stuff, I found it a really like a uh, lonely job. And I suppose that's why I went into the franchise um, because I loved the thought of training with other trainers. So when we had the big franchise, like Paul, when we got together, like as a franchise, it was, it's always super fun, wasn't it? Like just bouncing off each other. And, and like, um, the one trip I am always gutted, always gutted. I missed was the Snowden trip. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. We don't. <laughs> I wasn't there. I'm still always, always, forever going to be so gutted. I didn't go on that trip. But you still can go on that trip. I, yeah, we can. Exactly. We still can. We're, we're going to have to relive that trip. <laughs> oh, we definitely the, the got trips to. never ended well for me. There was that one. <laughs> okay, that one was kind of my own fault, the Snowden one. But the. The surf one, of anyone that was going to get... Oh, you stung. got stung, didn't you? The weaver fish <laughs> in my foot, that came up on my Facebook memories the other day. Was my foot was like the size of three feet. Um, oh, I, I feel bad. I'm only laughing because you're okay now, clearly. <laughs> but you can look back on these things and like it, they are hilarious, but... I'm talking about whereas I'm only laughing because you got stunned. I'm I'm talking about it now and like without even thinking about it, I've started like twiddling my toes on the floor because I couldn't move my toes properly for literally about three years after I was stunned by that. No way. Like and apparently that's pretty common from these like weaver fish. Like the stings are horrific. Oh my well, you took it quite casually then. No, I didn't. I, it was just the way it started off. You're like, oh, what's that? Like, it just felt like it just scratched my foot or something on the bottom of the sea. And then an hour later, I'm there and they're like, yeah, you just need to keep your foot in this hot water and we're going to keep topping it up with the kettle until, like, oh. I can't yeah. remember whether actually anyone, because I know we joked about peeing on your foot, because you know you're meant <laughs> a wee on your foot, but I don't think anyone did, did they? No one did, and apparently that would have done nothing. Like, that's would just it, a jellyfish. Just, it would have just created more memories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not good ones. Oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> I, I managed to divert in conversations quite easily. That's all right. No, it's fine. I've just been looking at wee fish and look like piranhas. Oh, yeah. oh, I haven't actually seen them. Are you joking? Yeah. Yeah, they're, only, they're, they're tiny fish, though. They're like the size of your thumb. 
um, but and they're they like just the sit devil. underneath the sand on the bottom of the sea and wait ready for, for you to, to put stay. your foot on it yeah that's the problem though, Paul. When you're surfing, you're not meant to be standing in the middle of the sea. Ah, That's you yeah. are, because you have to like get off the board sometimes to then wait for the waves. Did you go in the next day? I can't remember. No, I couldn't. I couldn't stand up. Oh, I remember the next day, every single other person, I think, wore shoes. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> oh, we need to organise another trip. We need to do it surfing and go up a climb up a mountain. <laughs> oh, God. I spent half my life up mountains. That's, that's a massive exaggeration. That's not true at all. I've that's a mountains huge exaggeration there. Yeah, yeah that's a huge <laughs> exaggeration. And it's nothing you should be ashamed of either. It should be one of the most exciting things to go and do. Yeah, it is. Oh, do you know what? I really, I'm missing the mountains. I do want to go up a mountain again. One of my friends has just moved to the Lake District. So I'm hoping as soon as I can get up there, we, she can take me on some like mountain walks up and around Scotland area. Fingers crossed. Also, <laughs> I, took, I took a group of people where, on to the Three Peaks and we did the Three Peaks. I was planning that, to do that this year. But oh, damn it. Well, next year. <laughs> it, it's interesting. A lot of the guests that we've had on, whenever we talk about the mountains, we only hear about how much people love the mountains. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't know how you can't love the mountains. You never hear a bad thing about it. The well, only people, I think, who would say anything bad were people who haven't been up a mountain mm -hmm. and haven't experienced yeah. it. And then, and then you have to go, right, well, that's it. Next time I go up a mountain, you have to come. <laughs> but that said, climb up a mountain with like 200 kilos worth of fitness junk with one of the worst hangovers of your life. You won't <laughs> love a mountain quite so much. Oh, I still get such bad fear of missing out. Like, <laughs> I, I can't even remember why I didn't do that one. Oh, I don't know. Gutted. That was like five years ago or something now. I think there's a video somewhere, Luke. We'll dig it out. There are, there are a few, I put a few pictures on Instagram at one point because, it, again, it comes up in my memories every year. So. Isn't, there a, there, isn't there like a video of you almost falling off the side somewhere? Oh, possibly. I don't know. I want to see the video of the weaver fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's got to be. I need to dig back into my, uh, my photos and see. I'll, I've got, got, got photos of my foot. Um, you definitely need to put a photo of your foot with this podcast it will look quite random but <laughs> <laughs> it could just be about one of the big tangents that we've gone off on <laughs> that's fine that's the beauty that paul does the editing which means that um we don't have to worry we can just keep talking and i'm not editing it edit. out because it's just <laughs> too much to edit out it's in now <laughs> um, oh god i completely forgot what we were talking about there you go you know what we've done there is we've shown how much enjoyment fitness can bring into your life and exactly how... and and also the good thing about it is like not everyone can climb a mountain you do have to be fit to climb a mountain yeah you do but the good thing is we say anyone could climb a mountain because you can get them to that level yeah. where you can get anyone up a mountain and i don't think there's anything quite like that feeling of uh like while you're doing it that satisfaction that oh my god i can't believe i've done it and then the views at the top even if it is cloudy <laughs> i 
I think getting up a mountain is a lot more about mental strength than it is physical strength. Though. Yeah, absolutely. But genuinely, yeah. anyone can get up there. Yeah, and, and probably depends on the mountain we're talking about. You know. Correct. Um, okay, so Hannah, we kind of touched on this before we actually started recording, but it seems like a good place to go back to now. As Luke was saying, anyone who goes on your Instagram will see you playing with fire a lot. So just tell us a little bit about what that's about. Uh, okay so again that's something that um i just enjoy i am not particularly any good at much really right so i mean i'm one of those people who i can sup board okay to a level where i can take people out and go sup boarding i can skate to a level where I can take people out and tell them how to stop. I can't necessarily stop all that well. And then same as with um, fire poi and stuff. So it's fire poi is quite similar to all the clubs. And I love the Indian clubs, Palavandal and stuff. And so I just kind of setting it alight. There's something about the noise of fire when you're swinging it around around you hopefully not on you which occasionally I've, I've I've came back last time with a hole in my t-shirt without even realizing so I'm quite glad I didn't go up in flames um but yeah so it's just it's something which um we fancied uh giving a go and then I invited some other people to come and join me and um, now every Wednesday we kind of all get together and I mean we've got some incredible um guys who um make kit so there's james he's he's incredible at making the as you can tell i'm not great with the words of things but he's been making these fire poi and he's made some really uber duper heavy ones and we've got some lighter ones and then we've got the mace which we um have been able to light up um so yeah so it's just lots of uh, getting together and playing with lots of different bits of kit on fire so you're essentially just getting clubs mace whatever it may be and setting them on fire and then just yeah. doing a workout but yeah yeah with it on fire. fire like you've got to come and give it a go you're not that far away so one wednesday or sunday we get together and just kind of uh kind of swing some fire around put some tunes on and again it's again it's good just for the mind body and soul basically are you going to do a halloween special or a bonfire night special. Well, as long as there's only six of us, right? <laughs> I'm, assuming, I'm assuming you only listen to Pendulum and Prodigy whilst you're doing this. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of that. Um, but then it depends what mood I am. Like, I really like all sorts of different music. So sometimes I'll stick on some proper chilled out tunes as well. And, uh, yeah, I, was say, I could see it working with, like, chilled out stuff. Just yeah. It'd be quite more sort of almost hypnotic that, that's when the different flow comes yeah no it's wicked you you got to come down and try it one day it does sound really exciting it's so much fun right you guys have to come on wednesday sunday is not so much fire sunday is in the tunnels and we just do the mace and this well i was saying before um 
the reason these Sundays and Wednesdays came about was on a Sunday we'd have, um, again, this is just my passion for, for training and, um, and then talking about it when people go, Oh, that sounds so much fun. I'm like, come and give it a go. So on Sundays I've got like, um, Christy who comes down and, and Connor has come down a few times. Um, and they do the, um, they're into calisthenics. So they travel the world just doing comps, but then I've also got um, like national strongmen that come down. So they sometimes bring all like their, um, all of their strongman kit. So under these tunnels, we end up, it just ends up being fire and mace and clubs and Atlas stones and, and farmer carry and yokes. And it's, it's wicked, but you, it's what's so beautiful and lovely about it is we've got just, you know, everyday mums there as well. So you've got so many different types of people who you probably wouldn't necessarily think about sitting in the same room, but um, have the same kind of passion. If it you goes will. back to what we said before, but in a slightly different, um, you know, less literal, anyone can climb a mountain. You know, anyone can go and do strongman training. Anyone can go and swing a club around or a mace around or a kettlebell around yeah. um you anyone can find enjoyment in some kind of physical activity or exercise i think that's it that, that's a hundred percent spot on and 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 that's exactly who i am i suppose because i've been doing it for so long i've been learning about it and educating myself and you know and and going into it so deeply that I can tell people about it and show people how to do it but absolutely like anyone can do it I mean with the fire stuff I wouldn't say literally stick them on fire I'd say like have a little swing around first before you uh I'm sure you're not gonna whack yourself in the face before you <laughs> yeah. well, when you two come down I'll be like Shh, light him up here you go boys <laughs> <laughs> no no you can have a little swing first but yeah no it's um yeah there, there is there is ways of learning and building up but that's why we have these sessions and then I have a lot of my PT clients are learning how to you know I like to teach them how to do something so they can go off and do it well because who can afford PT every day right <laughs> like it's it's ed pt is educating for me is educating my clients how to be able to you know work with a kettlebell or work with a mace or you know or kind of understand how to use something and why you're using and what it's going to do um and then and then they go off and they can create their own flows and stuff like that um and then a lot of people just train with us because they enjoy it genuinely want to come to one of these classes you have to you have to come on most like all wednesdays and, and sundays and then uh, we can do a little uh, video that can go with this podcast going yep let's see we made it happen they are both on fire i reckon it would be like an avengers film set everyone's a superhuman you can start up a new trend and, and come in fancy dress if you like <laughs> actually no it is fancy dress oh is it oh, <laughs> yes, yeah yes. i know that one <laughs> yeah that's, that's not the first time you've been told that is it luke no, it's not. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not did you get royally stitched up once before 
I think Paul's joking, but it, I have been stitched up with that before, yeah. Uh. Hasn't everyone? <laughs> no. No? We did it, actually, with our uh, gym uh, manager. Um, <laughs> we said to her on Halloween, we're like, absolutely, we're definitely all dressing up. So bless her. She went on her school run and come to work dressed as a full-on witch. And then, and then everyone else was just in their training uniform. And she was like... I hate you. <laughs> it was brilliant, but I mean, she forgot us. She did forgive us in the end. So we touched upon how you'd get into what you, what your methods are of getting people into fitness. What you enjoy doing. You also mentioned that you've gone from owning a studio to running gym. Then you've come back on the full circle. Are you happy where you're at, or are you still working towards? Something no, I have, uh, so I went through a, um, a uh, it was not easy uh, at all. And I think uh, I will forever be kind of working on my mindfulness and kind of working with anxiety and, and panic attacks and stuff, because um, I mean, this is probably a whole other mental health uh, uh, podcast for you, but I, I got to a point where when I owned a gym. So um, if someone said to me, oh, my God, you own a gym. That's amazing. You must be like in the best position you've ever been in. And and then, in fact, the funny thing is, is when I owned the gym, I was um, I had absolute the worst depression anxiety attacks panic attacks um and and it took uh overdose um i took an overdose uh to to actually kind of make me realize um that i had to get out of that that path and and i absolutely could create a new path um i think the business i was in before i put so much time energy and I probably lost about three years of my children's life I, did, I probably didn't see them for about three years really um, from being so work orientated trying to build and build and build um, to where it just ran me into the ground and um, and making the decision to leave something that I thought was going to be my life forever I generally thought if you asked me three years ago or even four years ago that um, I wouldn't be doing what I was doing back then, I'd laugh at you and be like, no way, you know, because I put everything, I put every little bit of me into it and, and was trying to, and I generally, I did, I wouldn't change a thing of the past. I learned such a lot, you know, and I met Paul through it and I met so many amazing people, you know, um, but unfortunately it just ran me into the ground that um, I needed a slap in the face to go, it's okay in life to, you don't always stay on the same line. You can start something else up. And I think that's what it was. I was like, right, well, um, um, that's just bricks and water. And I have had the most incredible time doing that. Um, but if I want to get better, um, there's only one person that can make that decision and, and that's me. So I, I made, finally made the decision because I, I wasn't following my gut instinct for a good couple of years. And, and I was 
shutting it out going no 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 it's all right and it's all right I'll be fine and then um yeah I took I I took the overdose and I and I was very very lucky to not do it properly and and be able to tell the tale and, and be how happy I am now um but it was the hardest decision I'd ever 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 I never want to make another decision like that again to do and it was the best decision I ever ever made as well um because now I just went back to my roots and I was like right I've got to get myself better not going to rush into any decision and um and then yeah and I'm just I'm doing what I love I don't think anyone realized how ill I was um when I owned the gym, because when I was there, I was doing what I loved, you know, if when I was teaching the classes or doing personal training, I could almost put a cover on because it was what I loved doing. It was actually my members and my clients that kept me sane and alive and and happy because I could just focus on what they were doing and, and, and train them. Um, But then after that, you know, once I'd finished those sessions, um i would be in all sorts of trouble um you know writing suicide notes and you know thinking i wasn't good enough and having panic attacks and all sorts and and that's not a life to live <laughs> like when you're in it you don't realize you're in it it's just snowboarding snowballing mm-hmm. and then um yeah and then luckily i made the decision and uh and and just have been building and it's, it still gets me now like talking back about it if I talk about it like it was two years ago now that I left um but still like get the shakes talking about it and I think I it will take a long time because it was such a huge part of my life um but there's no regrets if anyone said someone said to me the other day they were like Do you, would you ever go back and uh, not not a chance no because um I'm doing what I love doing. And now we're all the right people, all amazing people. So, yeah, so, yeah. So it just shows when you look like you've got everything and you own a gym and oh my God, that's amazing. You must be doing really well. I was like, (laughs) no way. (laughs) Mentally, I was so broken. Well, tough times make tougher people. Yeah, absolutely. And you learn, you learn. You can learn from everything and, and it's the same you know, you've, you've, everyone has a choice. You have a choice. If you're stuck in something, whether it's a business, a relationship or, or anything, you have a choice to make it different. You can go a new path and be happy rather than staying on an unhappy journey. Same with training, right? If you're hating your training, <laughs> mix it up and do something different. Yeah. And have to do the same thing. Yeah, that's a bit of an easier choice to make, though. Oh, that's uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind making that choice. That's fine. Um, yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. Because the thing is, you everyone says I'll oh, focus on the positives, focus on the positives, but sometimes the positives are a distraction that actually, ultimately, focusing on them is negative. Um, yeah, because you're sweeping them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're, you're kind of you're packing them down, and the longer and longer you you pack something down without resolving it, um, the more it's just going to blow up in your face. Yeah. So it's and, taking uh, those actions. Yeah, that's it. And ultimately, if the negatives are there and they are that negative, they're, yeah. they're like you say, it's gonna 
it's going to catch up with you in the end. Yeah, I think it's, it's you follow your gut, don't you? I think yeah. you have, everyone must feel those gut, gut feelings. Like if something's not right, you're like, I don't know why I'm not doing this, if, but everyone's telling me I should or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like you kind of, you know, in your gut and, and you just, and that's where we're learning along the way. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes you need that trigger and, you know, it could be something like major, like you were saying, like an overdose. It could be something a lot smaller than that. But when those triggers are there, you, you need to. That's why it's so it. important to talk. Like if ever you ever, if anyone has, um, since I opened up, because I did a, a talk one evening um, about a similar thing at a uh, big cafe area. And I had a lot of people chat to me and I think it's communication is, is so important. Like you've just got to talk to someone because there's always a way around things. Always. It's like a, someone after that talk said to me, Oh, why would I train with you? Why would I pick you to train with? And um, this is if someone's looking for a personal trainer or a, a, a gym to go to or something like that. It's like, you won't, I said to her, I said, I'm, I might not necessarily like train with you. I said, um, I always have, you have to have a connection. It's like the gym you choose or the trainer you, the, the trainer you choose. There has to be a connection. If there's not a connection, you, you'll feel uncomfortable going. You're not going to go to a gym that you feel uncomfortable in. So you may as well, you have the choice to stop your membership hopefully if you're not tied into a contract stop your membership but everyone you have a choice to do whatever you like if you don't get on with your trainer change trainers there's loads of people out there you know if someone comes to me and goes hannah i want to i want to be in an mma fight i'll be like brilliant i would love to train you but i'm not going to i'm going to send you to genesis because <laughs> they are passionate i mean i love doing combo and pad work and stuff like that just for fun but if someone yeah. wants to actually train for a fight go to genesis you know if someone wants to do like adventure trail runs i'd be like okay cool go see paul <laughs> you know like go and that's why i love having lots of trainers around me who do specialize pippa she specializes she is pre and postnatal queen pelvic floor women go to her you know she yeah. knows everything and is passionate about it so she will put everything into it someone yeah. scared of training me come find me i'll help you <laughs> your network is your net worth yes exactly oh i like that you might see that on one of my posts soon. Sorry, <laughs> right. I stole it off and that's someone else's post. Did you? <laughs> We're all learning from other people anyway, aren't we? <laughs> so, which kind of backs up the point, doesn't it? Exactly. All right. It's nice to recognise things as you go along. And as you said, talk to people before you get to that boiling point. Always, always. But God. It's also easier to say that when you've gone through that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, do you know what else? It might surprise you. You might talk to someone completely random, you know, and, and don't like, obviously, it's, it's, um, it's trusting character. I, I love and trust everyone. <laughs> um, and, um, but I will openly talk to 
anyone about anything so I've got nothing to hide like you know I couldn't bear the thought of living a life where I've got to hide a load of stuff and it's like um I will talk someone said to me you know oh don't say that you took an overdose that will make you look weak and I'm like well I'm not worried about talking about it because um it's it's you know, I want to prevent other people from getting that far, you know, and um, I think no one really knew how ill I was when I was ill. I just cried a lot, you know. I spent about a year and a half thinking it was normal, picking my kids up from school, bawling my eyes out. And then I remember when my daughter, so I'd pick her up and it got to the point where she was year five or six, so she was like eight, nine years old and I'd be picking her up floods of tears like trying to hide them clearly not happening because my eyes were like puffer fish and um all she it got to the point where she she knew and she just put her hand or when my hand was on the gear stick she just put her hand on top of my hand to comfort me like and she's eight years old <laughs> like and I didn't realize what I was putting my children through from hiding it and um, like Lily had a tick, so she would tick quite often. And uh, we thought, we wondered what it was. Oh, she's just growing up. And as soon as I left um, my past business, her tick disappeared. And then I'm like, gosh, I, I, from me being ill and hiding it, it came out in everything around me, like even my children. Like she was struggling but she didn't even know she was struggling because of my stresses and my panic attacks and stuff like that so always talking you might even reach out to someone you never thought you'd talk to a stranger or someone like if someone's listening to this they might like kind of want to reach out if, if just reach out to anyone and and talk so that's why I think it's good to for people who have been through times n not to hide it or anything you know talk about it because I've learned through it like I've learned from it I'm the happiest I have ever been my marriage so that year also I split I split with my husband for a, uh, a week. It was only a week, luckily, and he had me back, thank God. Um, but it's because I thought that's what was wrong. I was like, I don't know what's wrong. I just, maybe I shouldn't be around you and and stuff. And I'm very lucky that he stood by me and he understood that he saw then that I was not right. Um, but yeah, so, but they all knew something was up. I couldn't talk to them. I couldn't talk to my family or my husband. Um, yeah, but definitely I went on a course in London, a psychology course, which really, really helped me massively just change the way I think, like just live in the moment. Um, I can't go into it massively now because I'll go on forever and ever. But um, yeah, it, that massively. So seek help, get help from whoever you need and then you'll get information and, and like advice of where you can go further on from there if it is something big. Yeah, I think from my experience, which is nothing to the extent of yours, it having information really does help you because yeah. you recognise it a lot more and you yeah. can you can spot it before it gets serious yeah. and do something about it. But then also you saying how it was nothing. Um, I don't see mine as, as big. I just see mine as a journey that I went on. And, and I mean, your 
your if you've been through some stresses and stuff they they absolutely are big because you're you're it's just how you deal with them and and luckily you manage to kind of get on top of it you know it's like I was talking to someone the other day who has had a really really tough time and they just gave me a phone call and and they said oh you know I've I've booked myself onto this this course and I'm like there you go as I you're already helping yourself because before you wouldn't have done that and now you're recognizing the signs of yourself spiraling and you're doing something about it so and it's and then that's where training links you know um if it wasn't for my training like getting out getting into the fresh air um just kind of um giving yourself some that headspace um or training with other people you know sometimes you just need to take yourself out of that that headspace you're in and just give yourself a bit of time away which kind of brings us quite nicely full circle um ddo cool well, oh, it's nice chatting to you guys. Yeah. I, I'm sorry we went off in every single <laughs> direction. That tends to happen when people chat to me. I don't know why. It happens yeah. every single time we do one of these, to be honest. Does Maybe it not to quite the same extent, but you know, yeah, it does. Um, Hannah, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people go to find more, find out more about you, your business, if they want to reach out to you at all? What's the so, yeah, you've got like, I suppose, about if you want to see my crazy stuff that I get up to, it's uh, Hannah Campton PT on Instagram, but then um, my business page is uh, Fitworks Training, so fitnet fitworkstraining.co.uk is is the business and then we're on instagram and, and facebook as well if you wanted if people wanted to see a bit about what we were doing and what we like getting up to and then there's always we've got to get you two down to uh, uh a fire night one time we'll get it sorted that's gonna happen luke yeah. same question uh yes yeah, so websites www.zenanatomy.co.uk instagram is zen underscore anatomy and on Facebook, I'm Zen Anatomy Sports Therapy. And I'm at Paul Rose PT across the board, paulrosept.com. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Oh, yeah. And you can also find us at Talking Fit Pod on Instagram. Almost forgot that. Um, yeah. Thanks very much for joining us today. And we will.